There are many fascinating characters in the book of Revelation, yet there is one who stands far above all the others, the Lord Jesus Christ. Viewing Jesus through the lens of Revelation is truly an eye-opening experience. Let's learn some wonderful truths about our Lord and Savior in this episode of Foreshadows Report. Welcome to Foreshadows Report, a podcast in which we learn how to keep watch and find hope as we study Bible prophecy. This is Steve Miller. Over the past several episodes, we've looked at the main characters in the book of Revelation. Starting with this podcast, we're going to look at the greatest character of all, our Lord Jesus Christ. Typically, we think of Revelation as a book that tells us about the future. It does, but more significantly, it is a book that exalts Christ. There are several portraits painted of him all through the book, and we're going to look at them in our upcoming episodes. We could never learn too much about Christ, and we could never exalt him highly enough. Let's take some time to consider his greatness and his glory, which is proclaimed immediately in the opening verses of the book of Revelation. The book of Revelation begins with the word, the revelation of Jesus Christ. This phrase can have two meanings. It can speak of a revelation that comes from Christ, and it can mean a revelation about Christ. As we read the book, we discover that both are true. Christ reveals truths about himself in this book, and there are revelations that come from him. All through the book of Revelation, we see Christ at center stage. While there are many events and people we meet as we read through the chapter, there is no question that Christ is in the spotlight. In Revelation, we learn a lot about who he is. He's in the lead role over all that happens. We see him as both the lamb and the lion. We see him in all his majesty and splendor. We see him worshipped by his followers and by the hosts of heaven. We see him feared because of the judgment he pours out on those who reject him. We see his triumphant return as King of Kings and Lord of Lords, and we see him ruling over his earthly kingdom and in heaven all through eternity. Revelation is rich with truths we can learn about Christ, and there is a lot we learn from the first statement he makes, which appears in chapter 1, verse 8. I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord God, who is and who was, and who is to come, the Almighty. There, the Lord uses three different titles to describe himself. First, I am the Alpha and the Omega. Second, who is, and who was, and who is to come. And third, the Almighty. Verse 8 tells us, it is the Lord God who says these things about himself. Bible commentators have said it could be either God the Father, or God the Son, who is saying these words. Doctrinally, both views are correct because Jesus himself is God, which means it's very possible for him, 
to be making these statements about himself. Before we look at what verse 8 says about Jesus, let's look at the evidence that supports these words as coming from Christ. First, the passage opens with the words, I am. Jesus used the phrase, I am, multiple times in the gospel, especially the gospel of John. Second, Jesus called himself the Alpha and Omega in Revelation 22.13, at the end of the book of Revelation. So we can expect that he would call himself the Alpha and Omega in Revelation 1.8. In fact, it seems appropriate for Jesus to call himself the Alpha and Omega both at the beginning and the end of the book of Revelation. These twin statements serve as bookends that affirm everything that is said about Jesus in all the rest of the book. Also, the first seven verses of Revelation speak entirely about the Lord Jesus Christ, and we already know this book is a revelation from and about him. So it's very possible for the first seven verses to talk about him, and then for verse 8 to mark a transition to being a statement from him. And if we go a little deeper into chapter 1, in verses 17 and 18, we come to another passage where Jesus is speaking. In verses 17 and 18, he uses language that is similar to the words that appear in verse 8. He says he is the first and the last, and that he is the living one. With all these clues, and given the fact that Jesus is God, we know that the titles that appear in Revelation 1.8 may have been spoken by him, and they can be attributed to him as well. Now let's take a closer look at the three titles that appear in Revelation 1.8. First, Jesus says he is the Alpha and Omega. Alpha is the first letter of the Greek alphabet, and Omega is the last letter. To describe the Lord as the Alpha and Omega is to say that he is the beginning and the end, as well as everything in between. This is another way of saying he is all-encompassing, he is all-knowing all-powerful, all-present, and eternal. Christ is all of these things, from eternity past to eternity future. The fullness of his power and knowledge and presence and eternality cannot be measured. As the Alpha and Omega, Jesus is all-encompassing and eternal. Second, Jesus describes himself as he who is and who was and who is to come. He is not restricted by time or space. He is transcendent. He is over everything. He is above all. This is another way of saying he is eternal. He has always been and he will always be. We know from Colossians 1.16 that he created the universe. This passage tells us that by him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authority, all things were created through him and for him. The fact Jesus is creator affirms the fact that he existed before creation, and thus he is eternal. Jesus also said he is the one who is to come. He has promised to return, and when he does, he will set up his earthly kingdom. From there, we will go into heaven in eternity. We will live with him forever. 
So from creation in Genesis chapter 1 to heaven in Revelation chapter 22, we see Christ span the entirety of the Bible. This affirms that he always has been and always will be. He is transcendent and eternal. And third, he is the Almighty. This is an affirmation that he is omnipotent. He is all-powerful. His authority is absolute. There is nothing outside of his control. Whatever he says will happen, will happen. Whatever he is determined to do, it will come to pass. Nothing can prevent him from carrying out his will. Nothing can keep him from keeping his promise that he will return. Because Jesus is the Almighty, he was able to fulfill every single prophecy about his first coming, and he will be able to fulfill every single prophecy about his second coming as well. So, in just a few short words, in Revelation 1.8, we're given an amazing portrait of who Jesus is. He is eternal. He is transcendent. He is all-powerful. All of this places him infinitely above all other things. These traits have always been true about him and will continue to be true about him forever. There are no exceptions to his eternality, his transcendence, and his power. Nothing can supersede him or diminish him. He is above all in every way possible. It's appropriate that these are his first spoken words in Revelation because it means that absolutely nothing can prevent him from fulfilling all the prophecies stated in the rest of the book of Revelation. Nothing can hold back the coming judgments. Nothing can prevent his glorious return. Nothing can keep him from ruling over all the universe for the rest of eternity. Christ's first words to us in the book of Revelation are filled with power and certainty. There is no doubt about his identity. He proclaims who he is and what he can do. He is eternal, transcendent, and omnipotent. For these reasons, he is able to fulfill every single prophecy, not only in the book of Revelation, but the entire Bible. The book of Revelation does not start with a whisper. It begins with a shout. We're given a clear proclamation that Christ is the main character and focal point of the entire book. All the other characters in the book of Revelation take a distant back seat to him. 144,000 messengers, the two witnesses, the Antichrist, the false prophet, the millions who reject God, and the millions of tribulation saints all fade in comparison to the greatness and glory of Christ. So it is appropriate that in the episodes to come, we will make our way through the book of Revelation and get a taste of what we can learn about Christ. There is no greater character in the book that we could study. The more we know about him, the more we will find ourselves drawn to him. Be sure to join us for the next episode of Foreshadow's Report as we continue our look at the main character in the book of Revelation, the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the one we are keeping watch for, and He is the one who fills us with hope. If you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, you're probably aware 
that in addition to these weekly podcasts, I also post short news reports on the Telegram social media channel every Monday through Friday. And on the weekend, I post quotes from great Christian books and from the Bible itself. If you'd like to stay in touch on a daily basis, you'll want to subscribe to Foreshadows Report on Telegram Messenger channel. On my website, you'll find a link that connects you with my daily posts. That's at stevemillerresources.com Or you can go to Telegram Messenger channel and look for Foreshadows Report. Also at my website, you can pre-order my newest book, One Day Nearer, which comes out October 10th. It's a 365-day devotional all about Bible prophecy. The goal of the daily readings is to remind us to keep watch and find hope every day. As we do this, we'll learn to live at all times with an eternal perspective. You can find out more about One Day Nearer and my other books at my website, themillerresources.com. Thank you again for listening, and I thank Harvest House Publishers for being so wonderfully supportive of this podcast.